Hello, Headstrong listeners. We finally got this working. Woo! So fun, guys. Yeah! It took so long. So the reason why we, as the Headscale team, are releasing this podcast is because we want to give people a chance to share the things that they're passionate about, the things that make their eyes light up when they talk about them, as well as spreading awareness and educating people on lesser-known or taboo issues. So, we forgot to introduce ourselves. I'm Naha. I'm Nikita. I'm Verity. I'm Brett. And as you might know, our theme for this year is confidence. So we wanted to share a personal story with you on this topic. Take it away, Nikita. Um, so hi, everyone. So yeah, um, when I was younger, I used to struggle a lot with confidence, especially like academic confidence. Um, so when I got like exams and tests back, if I did really well, I'd be like, oh, it's a fluke, like I don't deserve this. Or if it went really badly, I'd be like, oh, I'm not worth it, I'm dumb, I'm stupid. Um, I'd sometimes cry about it, which would um, really affect my mental health and my well-being. But um, over the years, um, up until year 13, I've now realised that I'm not perfect, um, but I can make sure that in every single situation or a test or exam, I can always put as much, put in as much effort as possible and give it my best shot. And if things don't go to plan, if things don't work out, it's not the end of the world. It's not at all. Um, you have to look at the bigger picture, like you're still alive, you know. <laughs> um, so, and you always have other chances to, you know, redeem, not redeem, but like have another go at it. Um, and yeah, so some of you guys might relate to this. Um, I remember struggling a lot, especially in year eight and year nine. Um, so just remember that, you know, you're worth it, and you always have um, you always have other chances and other shots, um, and always have confidence in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> We're blowing kisses through the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Yes, it is. Um, so for me, I think I've always just been having been really anxious, like my whole life. <laughs> but um, I think from like an academic perspective, sort of like. Nick, um, how just thinking you're never really good enough and it's just a fluke and then just sort of never being able to put my hand up in class because it's just like this weird like barrier that's not actually there but in your head it's there and I think sometimes I always think it's a bit like wading through really deep water Mm -hmm. which sounds a bit weird I guess to someone who can't relate to it but I just think that's kind of what it feels like when you're really stressed out or anxious and I think the moment that it sort of changed a little bit for me or or that I started having power over how I was feeling was when I applied for head girl because I was like okay this I'm gonna do it this is gonna be my scary thing because people always say like do scary things that's how you become like less scared all the time um and then I did that and I just think I'm still really anxious like all the time (laughs) but I think that slowly I'm like getting a bit more confident in how I'm feeling like now um I know form assemblies don't completely petrify me as much as they used to maybe that's just because it's virtual but I feel like I can just do more scary things now and I'm not as scared as I was before so I'm on a journey but <laughs> you're, you're slaying oh yeah. every Monday assembly you're just doing it so yeah well. yeah <laughs> yeah that's my story <laughs> weirdly for me it was like the opposite I've always been like a quite a confident person but then when I got head girl I started um I don't know I started comparing myself to previous head girls when you've got these iconic people like Lottie Gibson and who can really compare to that um and 
I don't know, I didn't feel like grown up enough it, for it. And I started wondering, you know, what do they think about me? Do they hate me? I bet I'm so cringy. I mean, I am cringy, but we're rolling with it. You guys can deal with that. Um, but I don't know. I, it's something I had to kind of overcome. When I got head girl, I did have this kind of moment of thinking, I don't deserve this. Um, and I went home and I cried. And, but I'm working through it. <laughs> We're all on that little verity journey. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just doing the reverse verity journey. <laughs> We're an emotional wreck by the end of the year. Um, <laughs> And there's also another experience with confidence, actually. Um, so I recently came out to my family and friends as um, bisexual. Um, but it's actually so weird because I always kind of thought, you know, actually, I'm actually straight. I'm just being attention-seeking, you know. This isn't, like, actually it. I'm just, you know, I'm an old girls' school. It's natural or something <laughs> like that. Um, I just put it down to just wanting to be different. Um, but then I asked my friends... Um, have you ever fancied a girl? And they were like, no. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, oh. So I am actually bisexual and now I've got a girlfriend. So message Yay. is, you're not attention seeking, you're just gay. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a title verb. <laughs> <laughs> you're not attention seeking, you're just gay. Okay, so now. Okay. Um, for me, it was always talking about my passions or things that made me really emotional. You know sometimes when you're having an argument with someone or you're talking about something you're passionate about and you can feel like when you start to cry oh, and then yeah. your words don't come out anymore and you're like, great. Like, <laughs> I just, I can't be here anymore. Um, at my primary school, I was one of the only people of colour and only girls of colour and I had quite a few, like, racist incidents happen there. And then when I came to Norwich High School, it was, like, my redemption arc time and <laughs> there were so many more, like, people of colour around me and also, like, teachers and like staff and supporting people who enabled me to talk about this kind of thing and made me feel confident about discussing it and less alone. And then obviously like more recently with the Black Lives Matter movement that kind of gave more people of colour the momentum to talk about their experiences. And obviously like I did those microaggression talks but in our form and in like the common room in the sixth form centre we're always talking about like social issues because we feel like comfortable and safe in doing that and I think so that's something that the school does really well and everyone has passions that they want to talk about and for me it was just kind of learning that obviously that stuff does make you emotional but you can talk about it in a way that's going to be safe and you can be like listened to and also like with Mr Ball's inclusion programme as well that's just a lovely little outlet to talk about it and it's really refreshing to be able to feel accepted mm. so that was my little my little thing um so yeah we hope you guys have enjoyed the first little episode of our podcast we have a lot of exciting things planned including um another racism talk with mr bull well this wasn't really a racism talk but like <laughs> a better racism talk with mr bull we're going to have Verity with Ella, the wellbeing captain, talking about anxiety as well. Yeah. We have Mr. Bull talking about, not Mr. Bull, Mr. Greenwood talking about the school archive, so we have quite a range. And also sexual health, which will be very exciting. Getting to know your body um, and talking about things that are a bit more taboo. So yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Bye guys. See you again soon. Bye. 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 We're doing those cringy hearts we do in assembly. But you can't see us, fortunately for you. <laughs> <laughs>